This is working the beat. It is Thursday night, January 30th, 2020. I'm Kevin Cooney along with Mike Kern. Glad you could join us here as we are 72 hours away from Super Bowl 54 in Miami, Kansas City, and San Francisco. In the big game this year, a lot of talk around here, obviously, about Andy Reid and whether you're going to support him or not going forward his first going for his first NFL championship again uh, we'll talk mainly super bowl on this show uh and we'll do it obviously with the idea that probably some of you are going to be um laying some cash on the line with your favorite sports book now that you can do it legally not that it ever stopped anybody from doing it illegally so Ed Barkowitz who has made it a yearly tradition as we've done this podcast this is our third year we'll be on around the Super Bowl um you know between our, our old podcast show and the TV yeah, show last before. year and we had Eddie on I the year with the uh, Eagles in the Super Bowl sorry okay so uh, we will get to all pot all things prop bet all things with Niners and Chiefs in this one. We'll also throw some flyers in there as they are about to set to get started tomorrow night in Pittsburgh. Eddie also had a big story on them about sizing up their chances against all the other teams, the other eight teams or whatever that's in the hunt for the two playoffs or six playoffs. Actually, it's yeah, it's actually a pretty decent situation for the Flyers right now. We'll talk about it with Ed coming up. Never Uh, a decent situation for the Flyers. Uh, although Carter Hart apparently will not be ready for at go. least another week. There you go. So that is the agenda for this evening. And Mike and I will make our game picks as well as maybe give you a few props that we like as well. Michael, how are you? Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know if it was because of what happened Sunday with Kobe. I get the sense, because it's a pretty good matchup. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at it as, as Super Bowl matchups go. Um. There's been other games recently. I think they were close to a pick them. The the uh, Peyton Mannings versus the Carolinas, I think, was pretty close yeah, to a pick Yeah, that was. Um, Eagles-Pats was yeah, field goal or four or whatever it was. Um, Falcons and the Pats, I'm trying to remember. But it, there hasn't been like – yeah. But the fact that the Pats aren't in it, and the Pats were in it, I think, for the previous five years. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's right. I just think it feels – 49 – 51, 52, 53. Yeah, so four of the last four five. Four last five. I think it's a little strange to people. I, I, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing because, you know, eventually the Pats aren't going to be the Pats anymore, you would think. Well, when, think about it. I mean, you either have Brady or Manning in every Super Bowl since Super Bowl 48. Because even some if, Manning. No, no, Peyton. Yeah, Peyton, I know. Out of the I AFC. Know, so it's a different one. It, it's, it's just, I think it's just, you know, and it's hard I mean, both teams are kind of likable. There's no real villain in this game, I don't think. Well, I don't know if I go likable. But but there's there's some elements on the Chiefs that are not likable. The Tyree kill is not likable. Yeah, but the the Andy Reid and the Patrick Mahomes kind of squashes that a little bit. Especially Patrick Mahomes because everybody thinks this is going to be the next Tom Brady. Right. And I have no problem with that. But when the Patriots are in it, there's a villain. They're oh, Yankees. there's a clear villain. Yeah. yeah, and since they're not in it, you could sit there. I, I understand totally what you're saying about some of the players on Kansas City. And, that, and, that's and the there's biggest... probably players on San Francisco that if I really looked at right. it closely... Um... When I was on with Angelo Cataldi yesterday mo- on uh, Wednesday morning, and yeah, I just name-dropped. I'm sorry. Um, 
talking about this and he asked me, you know, how I felt about Andy and, and everything and, and whether I wanted Andy to win a Super Bowl or not. And look, there are people in this league who are far worse than Andy Reid and who take characters who are far worse. Um, you know, heck, now you have a whole NFL team that's being sued for aiding and abetting, you know, the Saints, obviously. I'm not sure if you've seen that story yeah. this morning. Well, that's been out there for a couple of days. Yeah, but I mean, it was really review, broken open today by AP. Football is not filled with great characters. I mean, you have good people in the game, but there's also a real underbelly to it. So, well, it was the, the, the guy who was the owner is very Catholic. And yeah, Gail Benson was protecting. Well, Tom Brenton and now his, his yeah, wife. I, mean, I don't know if that makes him. Then you're going to indict. Almost all yeah, the Catholics walk in the face of your... No, and I'm a Catholic, so yeah, let's hope But I mean, the, let me put it this way. Everything that the Catholic Church had to do with that particular issue. Right. I think that the fact that an NFL team got involved as a PR sounding board and how to... That, that's a whole different story yeah. for another time. But there's, there's a slimy underbelly to the NFL is what I was basically trying to say. And, and I mean, so I don't, yeah. I don't think Andy's different in one way or another than anybody else. So... And yet, I don't have this burning desire that I need to see Andy lifted off, uh, off, uh, lifted off uh, on somebody's shoulders. Would after I feel a game? good? He, he won't get lifted off on shoulders. Well, you they'll, know what I mean. They'll carry him. Um, they'll, they'll roll him. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, to, but to me, and I agree with you. I, I, like, if Andy doesn't win this game, I'm not going to sit there and oh my god, oh Andy, because hey, he might win it next year or the year after, or he may never win it. But. Andy, I think, to a lot of people, is a likable character, though. He's he's a character. He, yeah, I mean, because he makes the fat jokes. He makes the, he, you know, he he yeah. gives guys second chances. He, and, and I mean, we've seen both sides of Andy, and yeah, we Andy, have. Andy was more good than bad. But no, it's like, I agree. There's a lot of guys like like um the guy I, who followed Andy was way worse, by the way. And the guy who proceed, well, I, I won't cast aspersions. I'm just saying, as a coach, the guy. No, but I'm saying, him, like, as a as a person. Well, yeah. I mean, but then again, I mean, I you know, what we knew of him. I mean, you know, is Bill Cowher a good guy? I don't know. Uh, I know what I see on right. TV. Ron Rivera seems like a good guy. There are guys, and then sometimes you find out things about guys, and I'm not saying those two, but I'm saying there's a lot of guys walking the face of the earth or in sports that you say, oh, he's a good guy. And then, you know, I mean, I would have told you Jose Altuve was a good, hey, yeah, I like Jose Altuve. And now I'm like, eh. No, no, I'm not. I'm not so sure. If, yeah, none of the Astros have exactly covered themselves in glory well, with the way they've handled but I'm just this whole thing. Him, but, now, I, I know was, what you're saying. I mean, to me, Jose Altuve, and here, here's the thing, and just to get off the track a little bit, he's got to explain to me in something that makes sense mm -hmm. what he was doing when he crossed the plate after hitting that home run, telling people like pointing to his jersey. Yeah. I want to hear the explanation. That's all. Give me an explanation that makes sense, and I'll say, okay, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. But there's only one explanation. Okay, enough of that. Okay, but uh, so if Andy wins, congratulations, Good for Andy. Andy. Yeah, Andy and I don't loses. buy that that he that he needs to win this to get in the suit. I don't buy that one bit because a he's going to coach more games, he's going to get near two hundred and fifty wins or whatever he's going to get. I, I don't buy that he's got to win this. There, there are guys in the Super I think Bowl. I think it's a difference between and this sounds stupid, but the way that the Hall of Fame and in the NFL were, or the Pro Football Hall of Fame works. And he may not be a first time. Who cares? Guy. I know, but I'm just saying, like, it's how long is the wait? Is he it okay? Right yeah. So maybe he waits three years, two years, three years. I don't know. So what? I mean, uh, you know. And of course, the thing is, as you mentioned, I'm not Andy, sure any Andy coach shows, should be should be a first, except Bill. Look how long it took Jimmy Johnson to get in. 
But but here's the thing, or though. Bill Cowher. But Jimmy Johnson didn't coach that long, and I'm I'm not saying he coached like eight years. I, I mean, I'm, am I including what he did in 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 college? I don't think so. I mean, he coached the Cowboys for five or six years. All now right. he won two world world championships. All right, I'll, that's great. But is two world championships an automatic inclusion? If it is, that's fine. I'm, I got no problem with that. Mm-hmm. Don Shula only won two. Um, I'm still having a little problem with Tony Dungy and Bill Cower. But okay, I to me, great is great. Like great is up here somewhere. You know, Chuck Knowles up here. You know, Bill Checks up there. Lombardi's up there. I don't know, but that's the way Hall of Fames are. I have no problem with Bill Cower being in or Tony Dungy being in. I realize that Tony might have got in for reasons not just his coaching. That's great. Oh, um, he was a great player. But I think he was, he, I don't know if he's great. He was very good. He was part of a Super Bowl championship. But that's not why he got in, I don't think. He got in. But anyway, well, I think Andy, if Andy, if this was Andy's last game Sunday and he lost, I think he gets in. I don't see how, how you can't. But that's me. And this is the strange part. You know how long it took John Madden to get in the Hall of Fame? John Madden only won one Super Bowl. I'm just telling you, if if you, you're, you're asking me why, it would be still one more than, but that's than Andy Reid. I mean, no, no, but but, but, but John Madden also only won like 110 games. In yeah, his he won like, and, he, and and I think now to me, John Madden should have gotten in the Hall of Fame for what he c- contributed as as the rest of his life. Right. Like I think that's you know, and John, you know, the other thing you also have to mention with Madden, when you know Madden's impact and also the times Madden was in. Having to go against the Steelers, having to go against the Dolphins. I mean, that, yeah, but it shouldn't count that you lost to those guys. I no, but how difficult the road was should matter. He won one Super Bowl, and that's fine. He and he was in a lot of AFC title games, and no, he was. But he, you know, he won one hundred ten games. Be, that may be Andy's comparison, to be honest. But Andy's won two hundred. He's no. won twice as many games. He doesn't have the Super Bowl that Madden has. Okay, fine. So, so if 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 not winning a Super Bowl is what gets you in or gets you keeps you out, fine. I I don't. But like I said, to me, Bud Grant should be in. Uh, Marv Levy should be in because Marv Levy is in. I, I know. I think Bud's in too. I'm not sure. I'm not sure Bud's in. I thought he did, but maybe I'm wrong. But 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 Bud should be in. Yeah, I mean, but that's me. All, all I think when we look at when we look at the way this game has shaped up, I think, one, you talked about the fact that with what happened earlier in the week. I think that the Kobe the Kobe thing has dampened, obviously, everything building up to the game this week. Not, from, the, not from now on. Up till now, it did. Up yeah. till now. Yeah. And, and you know what? To be bluntly honest, everything that goes on before Thursday night at a Super Bowl is just... Noise. I agree, and it. If this is the new model for the NFL, it's not bad. It's not going to be a new model. No, next year nobody's going to die the Sunday before no, the but Super Bowl. I'm just saying, like, well, it's not going to be a the, new model. Well, I think that the idea of you don't have to sell this game. You know, you don't have to really like. People are going to sit in front of the television but, on Sunday but night. The NFL and, is going to have it on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday because it's the NFL. I don't know what what you think is going to change. What, what are they going to do next year? You know they're what gonna, I think? They're going to tone it down. I think honestly, the amount of outlets that keep go to the Super Bowl, and I think there's a, a conversation about the the media landscape that there is. I think some outlets are going to look at what's going on this week and go, you know what? 
Really, you don't have to be at the Super Bowl until Thursday or Friday. No, they're not, no. Because Monday's the day when you talk to the players. If you don't go Monday, what are you going for? You go for Sunday then. You go, but they're not going to send them after just Kevin. Kevin, no. you, you come up with it. No, the Super Bowl's the Super Bowl. If people are going to the Super Bowl, like the Daily News and the Inquirer, they're going. And they're going to go, and they're going to write about all the inane stuff because that's why they have a two-week break between the games for exactly this reason. And that's why I don't follow any of it. I don't care. When the game starts, tell me, turn it on. Saturday night's interesting because it's the Hall of Fame, yeah. the, the rest of the Hall of Fame stuff. I don't even get into that. that. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I know who's awards. Oh, what do you mean? Yeah, I don't well, care Well, they have about that award show no. where they announce the Hall of Famers and the, and the awards. I care about the, the naming. I care about who's getting in. Right. But I don't care about any of that other crap. This Super Bowl is all about... Forget Andy. I mean, it, 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 it's about one thing. It's about Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it's about. And that's why people are going to watch because they've seen this guy the last two weeks or the two games bring his team back from, you know, big deficits. Um, and they see him as the – I mean, the one guy came out, the one guy, Marcus Spears, on ESPN, God bless him, and said if he are wins – Are you getting another get-up promo in? If he wins this game, he will be – how did he put it? It was some way off the charts thing. Like he'll be I'm the, stunned the that somebody at ESPN said something off the charts stupid. But it's 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 it wasn't. But it was the way he said it. If he wins this game, what does it mean? It means he's a great young quarterback. If he loses this game, he's still a great young quarterback. But I get it. You have a Super Bowl ring at 24. Yes, but like, what if he never wins another Super Bowl? You know, or or uh, nobody's denying that Patrick Mahomes has a chance. Dan Marino got to, to a Super Bowl in year two and didn't do anything the rest of his career. I mean, I, I, barring, an, barring an injury, I think Patrick Mahomes is going to go down. But once again, there, there's other quarterbacks that are playing that are young, that are good, yeah, yeah. that are going to do their thing. And and you know, everybody assumes like the Chiefs are suddenly like the new Patriots. And they're going to win the AFC because the AFC. Because they have 15. That's why they think that. Because they think, now, the difference is, in another year, you're going to have to pay him. Yeah. Tyreek Hill, or not Tyreek Hill, uh, Sammy Watkins was was on there today saying, hey, I don't know if I'm going to be here next year. Because once they pay the quarterback, then everybody they're going to have up. to make this play. But I think when you have, it was like when the Packers had Favre mm-hmm. and Rodgers, mm-hmm. and the Steelers had Roethlisberger, you look at the team, you go, okay, they got a chance. Oh, and I think at, as long as Mahomes, Eagles, look what the Eagles put together in the one year when they still have Wentz under his rookie contract. Well, I mean, and going forward, as long as the Eagles have Wentz, you think they have a chance. Mm-hmm. Mahomes is that kind of guy. But getting the getting the supplemental pieces. Well, of to course, win that's always the becomes extremely difficult when you have. But right the now, big the Chiefs contract. have those pieces. Right now, will they have now, those pieces in, in two, or, two three or three years? I don't know. And that's what made that's what made the Patriots so remarkable. And honestly. Part of that was the fact that Brady didn't need to take the top dollar. I mean, Brady but, made a decent But the Patriots living. didn't always have the pieces. That was what was remarkable, is they won with guys who weren't great. Other than their tight ends, they had Randy Moss the one year. They didn't win that year, but they went 19-1. Uh, but they haven't had... defense was usually really good. But they didn't have... How many Hall of Fame players was, was Brady playing with on offense? Oh, on offense? Well, that's what I'm talking oh, about. No, no. I'm talking about what Mahomes is going to have. I don't look. Kansas City's defense might give up 40 points a game, and they might ask Mahomes right. to score 42. I, I would say though that the Patriots, when you looked at you know both sides of the ball, obviously Ty Law is already not, in. Bruski probably will make it at you're, some point. You're mistaken what I'm saying. I know, but I'm saying like 
for a complete team. Look at where the Eagles suffered this year. But as long as you have Mahomes and he has the ability yeah. to put up 30 points a game, I know. you I, have a chance right. in every chance single every game. game. Yep. And that's what was the Patriots. Um, Brady was yeah. what made that because they didn't always have... This year, it shocked me that they went out and tried to get Gordon and Brown... Because well, the character didn't matter to them anymore. It was yeah, but I'm saying because they were in last. But they had never gone after from. guys like that. They had no. they had Edelman's and 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 well, and, and guys like that. Moss, who, Moss was the one time. One time. One time. Who was the guys when they beat the Eagles? Who were the wide receivers? Deion Branch. Deion Branch. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. When we come back, it's at Barkowitz. We'll talk prop bets and we'll get you set for Super Sunday. That's next. Work of the beat. Looking to reach the sports fans of Philadelphia in a brand new way? This is Kevin Cooney. Each week, the Work of the Beat podcast with Mike Kern and I brings the hottest topics into this sports crazed town with the people and the events that shape the landscape. Now, your business could connect with those people by advertising on the Work of the Beat podcast. Join us at 267-546-7277 or email us at workingthebeat at gmail.com to find out how you can reach out to this growing audience. It's the best sports talk in Philadelphia, and you can be a part of it. That's 267-546-7277 or workinthebeat at gmail.com to join the Work in the Beat podcast family. And with that, the final playing of Easy Money, our intro song for Little Gambling, we'll bring in our special guest for this edition of Working Beat. Working the Beat will break down Super Bowl prop bets. We'll look at the game. We'll also throw a Flyers question or two in there and ask what's going on with Carter Hart. It's Ed Barkowitz of the Inquiry Daily News. How are you, Eddie? What's happening, fellas? Do you know this guy sat like basically across from me for like way too many years? And he's he survived. Which is, it's tough if you go above three, I hear. So, yeah. In other words, Kev, if you want to form like a, a support group, I'm with you. Oh, I, my my therapist is already working on. This I hear one, they so. serve John Blue at those support group meetings. <laughs> um. All right. Should I throw the Flyers question out there first, or should I just get do to the, the Flyers? All right, the Flyers. Let's go he's on. at the Flyers. Yeah, he's at Voorhees right now. Flyers back in action on Friday night in Pittsburgh to start the second half of the season. Uh, one, what's going on with Carter Hart? By the way, before you answer, Eddie, read his story today on uh, phillyinquire.com where he breaks down all the teams in contention in the East and their schedule. It's really, yeah. especially to a guy like me that doesn't understand all that, it was good reading. Yep. Uh, well, I appreciate that, Armin. That's, that's high praise. That's research, <laughs> pal. <laughs> All right, so what's going on Carter with Carter Hart? Hart? Another uh, week? Okay, so, yeah, so the, the Carter Hart news might not necessarily be news uh, in that he injured he injured his, what, used to, what we used to call a groin pull. Uh, it's now like an abdominal strain because it gets into the core, whatever. Uh, he walked, he limped off of, a practice on January 14, and the initial diagnosis was, you know, two to three weeks. Well, you do the math, and we're right about two weeks now, uh, two and a half. They haven't, frankly, they haven't skated in eight days. They haven't, uh, as, as a team, they haven't practiced 
with the All-Star break and a mandatory uh, five-day break, according to the collective bargaining agreement. So I think what they're doing here is erring on the side of caution. To have him, uh, you know, go in and have a full practice, you know, after after sitting idle for eight days, uh, and then three three games and four four nights. I think what they're thinking about is, you know what? We'll give Elliot two of the games. We'll give the kid Lyon, Alex Lyon, who didn't who was okay in his start when they played against Montreal. We'll give him the third game, and mm-hmm. then we'll we'll reevaluate it on Monday. So I, I think it's a, they're erring on the side of caution, but this being the Flyers and and their kind of colorful history with goaltenders and groin injuries, you never do know. But I, I, I like to give them the benefit of the doubt on this one. Eddie, it's basically the way you broke it down, and, Ke- and Kevin talked a lot about this on our last podcast. It's how many teams – there's going to be like one team left out or two teams left out who are basically – you kind of said there was two teams that you think are going to make it, I think Washington and Boston. So just break it down a little bit for us how these last uh, – what, what are we talking about, two months? Month and a half, two, on, two uh, months, yeah. two yeah, and a half. Games, two months. Um, well, honestly, I think what's happening here: there's a game of musical chairs, and there's eight seats, and there's ten teams, uh, ten legitimate teams. The Flyers are tenth place in their conference. In the other conference, they'd be first place in the Pacific Division. Mm. That's how stacked and how kind of top heavy the Eastern Conference is. So there's going to be. There's going to be four or five. My estimation, there's four teams uh, for two playoff spots. If you get, um, if you figure that the Capitals, Boston, I think Tampa Bay's pretty good. Obviously, they're Pittsburgh. They, they've kind of collected themselves and Pittsburgh, right? So then you, you get a collection of the Islanders and Columbus and Carolina, uh, Florida and Toronto. You know, came back off of the break strong. So there are, there are. Uh, not a number, not not enough spots for for the number of good teams that are in this conference. And this is how old I am, Ed. I remember when you, because you were my hockey guy. The Western Conference for years was always the one that was loaded, right? When Detroit yeah, was good right. and stuff. And, and, yeah, exactly. And, and 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 it has flipped a little bit. Well, it has flipped a lot. I mean, you know, St. Louis is still real good out there. I think they're the team to be. They're going to get healthier. In fact, with uh, Vladimir Tarasenko, you know, you talk about. Um, trade deadline moves, and you know he's he's going to be an addition to the Blues because he's been hurt for the last two and a half months, maybe even three months. Now that I think of it, so he's he's going to be a guy who's been hurt for them, uh, who's going to come back late in the season, he's going to give them a burst uh, come playoff time. But right now, as far as depth, Ironman, yeah, the East is is superior to the West. Talking to Ed Barkowitz of the Inquirer, we're talking now about Flyers, but we're actually going to get right now. And transition. All right, Ed, you love the prop bets normally. You've been big on, you know, we talked about this the last couple of years when we've had you on this week, um, you know, looking at Super Bowl prop bets, looking at kind of the different things out there. What strikes your eye here as we uh, get the Thursday of the week, you know, of Super Bowl weekend? You, you know who loves prop bets more than I do? Mr. He Kern. Oh, and, and, and yeah, my bookie <laughs> loves my prop bets. He, you know, he, I'm the only guy he calls me. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, the old days of the bookies don't exist anymore, fellas. You know, it's 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 it, as as sports betting has become, you know, more and more mainstream. And certainly, as Pennsylvania and New Jersey have kind of taken the lead, New Jersey especially, um, there is so many different ways to 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 play and lose your money, frankly, but. <laughs> 
you see some states where they're 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 still trying to figure their way out. So, uh, but as it relates to uh, to to the prop bets, I what I go by is all right. How do I think the game's going to play out, and then I play my bets that way. So, yeah. you know, I, I I mean, I think that you know, I, I personally I think the Chiefs. It, the, the line itself is one or one and a half. One and a half today at Barks. And um, so, you know, it's 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 basically a pick on merit because either of these two teams could win the game. But I I I, I like uh, I like the Chiefs. I think they have the edge at quarterback. Um, I, I think that guy's got steel drawers for God's sakes. And and so I'm going with the Chiefs and, and a bunch of my. Uh, uh, prop bets will be leaning that way. All right. When, Eddie, when I look, it's funny because there's, there's 600 and some prop bets on Parks' site, which is what I have to use with Betters Insider now because we're affiliated with those guys. I never look for the prop bets where either I'm giving odds, I'll do the even money ones, but I like the ones where I can get plus 350 or plus 550. I know they got less chance of winning, but I just figure if you bet – you know, a few of them, and if one of them comes in, you know, the one I threw out, one of the ones I threw out last week was Patrick Mahomes to have, I think it was 30 yards rushing, or over 30 yards rushing. I think that was it. Right. And it was like plus 350. And I'm like, yeah, he scrambles, he whatever, you know. And, and it's, But that to me is the fun of it, is watching for stuff like that. So while he's dancing down the sideline, you're dancing to, 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 uh, to the to cash your check. Cash <laughs> that, that one run, I think, would have just about won it for me. Yeah. Yeah. I used to that like the, cro- the cross. I used to like the cross sport ones, which I can't find this year. Like, you know, will Le- LeBron score more points than, you know, the 49ers and stuff like that. But um, I'm looking at the game. I think San Francisco's got a real shot. So if I, and you know how I am with teasers. So I would tease the Niners up to like seven and a half because I think it's going to be a close game no matter who wins. And I would yeah. tease the under, over, under, down to 48 and go over um, and take my chances that they're going to get into the 50s and the Niners aren't going to lose by more than seven. So I looked at a lot of bets with like, you know, maybe uh, San Francisco guys. Like I love the first touchdown. First touchdown to me okay. is great because you can get like 10 to one on some guys. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me give some of these here. And I should point out on Parks's app and on their site, um, if you're looking for the uh, are you looking for the national anthem over or under or anything? Haven't found that on there. No, so. I didn't either because I always play the national anthem. And, and I think is Ed is that just not legislated right now in Pennsylvania? Maybe uh, there there is a real good chance that the I I, I confess that I haven't been on it uh, on the sports betting beat the last cup. Uh, Last little bit, but sure. there is a chance that um, that that it hasn't been regulated in Pennsylvania. Um, but I, I, you know, I'm speaking a little bit out of school. I, right. I think that that um, that that could be the case. I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm with you guys. I'm not seeing it there either. So, no, no, no. Um, but but there is like 500 of them. So. Yeah, there, there, yeah, there's over there's, 600. There's like 608. 600. Okay, I think. <laughs> so the coin toss. Let me let me start with the coin toss. That's that, asinine. Okay, one of three to one uh, heads yeah. or tails. Heads or tails. I mean, you know, uh, team to win coin toss and win game. I took that. I threw that out. You did? Yeah, because I think it's like uh, the if, Chiefs if, right now. Yes, plus two fifty five. Right. The so, Niners are plus three ten. So you bet both. Yeah, and just hope that one of them wins. The only way you lose is if if the team wins the toss, loses, loses the, game. the game. Yeah, I'll take a chance. Okay, what the hell? 
I'm not betting. You don't bet a lot. Of, you don't have to bet a lot of money. No. You bet lots of little monies. Yeah. Uh, Ed, is there any prop that sticks out to you right away? Well, uh, you know, looking, you know, we talked about the uh, uh, the Chiefs, but, but one thing that I, as it relates to the Chiefs winning the game, I think I think Mahomes at plus win, one fifteen to win win the MVP is a, a gift. Um, I think if the yeah. Chiefs win the game, it's going to be because Patrick Mahomes plays well, because um, I don't think the defense can carry that. I mean, you know, I just. Uh, but on the other side of that. I like uh, Debo Samuel, uh, the Niners' uh, uh, rookie wide receiver, figuring that you know if the Niners are going to hang, they're going to have to throw the ball, and you can get him over fifty-three and a half yards mm-hmm. uh, for about okay. minus one twelve. Yeah. So you know, if not only you know you follow what, what to me, I follow my bet or, or my original thought, and then maybe play off of it. So I like Debo Samuel. I like a little George Kittle. Uh, but Patrick Mahomes at plus one fifteen is not going to win you a whole lot of money. But you know, I, I like that. I like that line. And one one guy I'll pick out uh, on the most receiving yards, Nicole Hardman, uh, who is the yes. big rookie, yeah. is over twenty two and a half on I receiving that. yards. Yeah. And that's a and that's minus one twelve. I think Hardman's actually a guy you got to watch for in this game. Because they'll try. I, I could see the first Niners TD. Take, go first TD. I could. T- I could see the Niners taking Tyreek Hill out, trying to take Tyreek Hill out of the game. Somebody like Hardman is somebody who, you know, you get in the flat and really can run for a large gain. So that's one I think you you got to keep. I'll, it I'll give you like guys. That. I'll give you guys one because I covered him in college. Tano Passignon, who had two sacks last week, yeah. is like. I think it was. I, I don't have my my phone right. on me. I think it was plus two fifty to get a sack, and plus four fifty or five hundred to get the first sack. So I'll, I'll you know, I, hey, he, I covered him, so I got to play him, right? Right. All right. <laughs> and then you just root for him. I mean, Grapple. I mean, um, Mahomes is not easy to sack. I, I get that. You know, Grapple is probably going to get sacked more. You can bet that too. Yeah, and actually, <laughs> here's here's another one. Uh, total interceptions thrown by the player. Both players are at plus. The over unders a half an interception. Uh, Mahomes is minus one thirty seven under to not throw an interception. Garoppolo is plus one twenty. So I think that actually kind of tells you yeah. how, how they feel yeah. about both these defenses. Yeah, but anybody can throw an interception. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean. Yeah, I mean it's and that's that's the thing. I mean, aren't the Chiefs going to have to throw the ball, th- or won't they throw the ball thirty five times at least? Well, you would think. You would it, think it, it's funny, and you mentioned that p- total pass completions by player, including overtime. Jimmy Garoppolo over nine over under is nineteen and a half. Patrick Mahomes twenty three and a half. So, and yeah. even the Mahomes number feels a little low to, to complete or to, to complete twenty three. Hmm. Yeah, well, Mike, I mean, you had a. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go. Mike, you had a you had an interesting uh, um, prop uh, on, in the thing that you wrote today, right? Uh, about the Niners leading at the half and Kansas City winning the game for plus five seventy five. Yeah, because now, Kansas City's come back. I just figured, you know, maybe. And, and it, it, I mean, Andy, you know, Andy can get down. I mean, he can, mm-hmm. he can. You know, his teams can come out a little slow. He can right. start calling timeouts in the first quarter. So, you know, <laughs> if you, you know, if you think that the nine, and I think the Niners are going to hang. I mean, this isn't, you know, like I said, this is a, this is a, a tight line. 
because the Niners are really, really good. And so, you know, if you, if you can get the Niners at half uh, with Kansas City to win the game at almost about six to one odds. So now, all right, so the Niners are up. You got Kansas City to win the game at six to one, depending on how the game is going. Obviously, mm-hmm. if Kansas City, you know, if the Niners are up in a big way, and you know, you, you know, you're going to lose that bet. Well, in-game betting, which Parks offers and everybody else offers, yep. you can kind of hedge your bet a little bit, or yeah. you can press it a little bit. But yeah. you give yourself a little bit of an option as long as the Niners and are winning. They're the kind of bets, Eddie, I'm always looking for. And I think, and I don't have it in front of me, but you saw, I have maybe about eight or nine of them, like similar mm-hmm. to what you just said, where the odds are pretty good. Now, the right. but I don't think it's that out of the realm of life that Frisco could be winning at the half and the Chiefs could win the game. I mean, I just, sure, well, absolutely. you know, and I think the Chiefs, my take on this game is that if, if the Chiefs get out to a fast start, this game's over because I just find it hard right. that if Mahomes right. is really cooking yeah, early, I agree. that'll cool off late. I just don't see that happening. Uh, Ed, here's here's a prop. And this actually ties into a stat that got well, team that have the longest drivers only in the touchdown and a touchdown. Including overtime, Chiefs are one minus one thirty nine. Niners are plus one twelve. The Niners would seem like that would be. Although, um, although, wait a minute, there longest was a st- drive in terms of time? No, longest. Oh, yards. okay, okay. Yeah, that's the I got gotcha. you. You could get three kills. With a I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Right. Well, also there was a stat that CBS had um, in the AFC Championship game, which I found fascinating. The Chiefs have scored. Nine touchdowns on drives of over 90 yards this year. Okay. Like they are, you know, everybody thinks they're mm-hmm. explosive and everything, mm-hmm. but they the ability of them. Well, they might have been four yard drives. What? They could have been four yard, four I mean, four drive. play drives. Yeah. yeah. The <laughs> idea that people think, oh, you got them backed up. No, that doesn't right. work, yeah. you know? So, that, that I mean, what was the, 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 Oh, go ahead, Ed. No, the other, there was another one with Raheem Mostert. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think his, they have an over under on uh, of his yardage at seventy rushing yards at seventy seven and a half. Yeah, right. I think that's a little high, and I think what they're, they're you know they're because of last week. Trying, yeah, they're they're capitalizing right. on you know a little recent bias. You know, you go back. What did you to, say that was? Oh, seventy seven and a half. I think is his over seventy seven and a half. Recent bias tells me or that shows that in. Since September, he's going all over over seventy seven yards twice. Wow! Once mm-hmm. last week and once in the middle of the year. Yeah. Um, you know, and again, if you think Kansas City is the, is kind of going to be, you know, you know, Kansas City's going to force San Fran to score and put some points on the board, I don't know that San Fran's going to yeah. run the ball uh, enough. But that's you know that's your particular opinion. If you do think San Fran's going to control the game, then they're probably going to do it with most certain. They're probably going to shorten the game. Well, that was like Sammy Watkins last week had a huge game. Yeah. And that was like the first time he scored a touchdown since week two. Yeah. You right. know, but, and, and, but, Raheem, and Raheem Moster, I should point out, plus 900 is the third pick for MVP behind Mahomes and yeah, Garoppolo. It's off last week. Yeah, it's off last week. How about the one, Eddie? And I, this was an obscure one I found that the punter would have a touchback. And the odds were actually like pretty good. They were like, I think it was like plus two fifty or something. I'm thinking, okay, well, I'll take a shot that because you see punts all the time that roll into the end zone, right? I don't and, know. You know, yeah, absolutely. And you remember last year's game? You know, we thought we were going to get a shootout last. Oh year. God, yeah. yeah. And the, and the punter was the freaking MVP almost. So yeah, you're right. You know, you could get you know you get a tight game, you get a game in the twenties. 
uh, where you're going to, you know, you're going to need a bunch of punts for, for something like that to come through. But mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's not out of the realm. Man, the, the great thing about this, and I never even thought about those in game bets because I'm not that far advanced yet, but you're right, man. Mm-hmm. You could have like bets going and then maybe middle them. Yeah, you could. You could do that. Yeah. Yeah. You could do that. I mean, or lose both. You know, obviously, <laughs> okay. Or lose both. Yeah. That's right. Mush myself. Yeah. That's, um, I mean, that, that, yeah, that, that, this, and, and I think we should stress for, for people listening. I mean, this, this is not the kind of thing, you know, that you just jump into, on Super Bowl weekend and no. think you're going to make a lot of money, no. you know, this, regularly. I've talked to people doing this for as long as I have, and this is a science. I mean, these, you know, these folks, if they can get themselves 55, 56% winning percentage, then that's considered outstanding. So mm-hmm. you just got to be a little careful. It's fun, you know, a couple dollars at a time, you know, the lunch money, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't put a paycheck on it if you haven't been following it as closely. Eddie, that's exactly my yeah. philosophy is, Instead of betting, look, if you're a gambler and you're going to bet lots of money, you're going to bet lots of money. That's, you know, you're in this for that. And you might only make three bets, you know, and you're just trying to win those. But for a guy who just wants to have fun sitting there, you could make like 10, 15, $5 bets. And, you know, if four or five of them win, you'll probably come out ahead. And you know what? If you lose, you lose a little. And you had a good time watching it. And I think that's where most people should be. And and you mentioned Debo Samuel earlier. Uh, mm-hmm. for MVP, he's 30, uh, plus 3,300. All right. So you get 33 to one. Yeah. You get 33 Put to a five. One. I mean, that that's not, it's not well, a wide receiver one last year, but a defensive player should have won last year, but, yeah. a, but a wide receiver won last year. I mean, Tyree kills 20 to one Tra- Travis Kelsey, 21 George Kittle, 16 to one. Eddie, do you remember the year, Eddie, when we did it and the, the, um, Colts were playing the, uh, Seattle's. And the, the the first score to be a safety was four forty five hundred to one. Oh yeah. And I said, yeah. the I said, I think I actually mentioned it in the paper. I said, you know, I think if, you wrote that, Mike. Yeah, if you want to I put a buck on it, it or, or and damned if the second play just snapped didn't go over Peyton's head in the it. end zone, yep. <laughs> you know. But of course, Ed, you mentioned about the fact the, that uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you were mentioned about the fact that the bookies have gone away. Uh, in a way, I mean, you know, there's still bookies around and that's for people who are doing it off credit, which is, you know, even worse than, you know, in a way, because you can get in real, real trouble there, uh, you know, in a lot of different ways. Do you sense though, that, do you sense that this has added anything this year being the first year, really the first full year of having the full card and having everything on your phone and all that that it's really benefited a the state and b the game itself. Huh. Um, you know, I, I think what's what's what the difference between this year and last year is that more, um, you know, TV and other media outlets are picking up on it, and mm-hmm. and the leagues itself are embracing it. So I, I think that that is it. The, I mean, the more the more that gets wagered, obviously that benefits the state. Right. Um, I, I think so, Kev. I think that, that, you know, we're, we're talking about it more and, you know, there's, there, there's certainly a lot more being added to it. Uh, you know, more options, you know, like Mike said, the cross props, uh, a lot of that type thing. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not diminishing, obviously. It's has a, it worked out what? as maybe the better question is, has it worked out as well as maybe some of the people thought it would? 
well, I mean, you saw what parks just opened up. You know, yeah. they, their their sports book is is pretty sharp. Um, the one that Bally's opened up is really nice down in Atlantic City. Um, what I think is is the next move for this, and you know, I know you guys are aligned, uh, but as as these companies and as players become more Eh, sophisticated might not be the right word, but become more comfortable. <laughs> it's going to help the player, the, the competition uh, in in the various states. You know, the, the the skins basically that get added. The more competition that that gets into Pennsylvania, um, you know, where you can shop around a little bit, and you know, and you know, align, you know, get your odds, get better odds, and you know, get more bang for your buck. You know, you got that casino that's coming down in South Philly, so. I think the more that this becomes uh, uh, we're comfortable with it, more mainstream with it, I think it's going to benefit the player uh, as much as anybody. Eddie, you've been – I haven't been to the ones down AC. You have – I know Parks is what Parks has up there is really cool. (laughs) What is it going to be like up there on Sunday? I mean, can – is it going to be what I think it's going to be? And that's the thing. I I think that was the difference in in what the Borgata – did with their sports book versus what Bally did with their sports book. Uh, Borgata made it sort of like a, a like a sports bar kind of a Buffalo Wild Wings, you know, uh, type thing. Because let's face it, I mean, will the Super Bowl bring out everybody? Yes, of course. I mean, but you know, you don't have to be at a sports book like you used to have to be in Vegas. Right. You, know, you had to run to the window. You had to get that. That doesn't exist anymore. You can do it on your phone. So. Anywhere there's a TV becomes a sports book. Um, it's just the energy that I expect parks to have on Sunday and for for, for big time events. Um, yeah, I think that that's that's impossible to to kind of replicate at a sports not at a sports bar, but you know, kind of in your house. I mean, you know, it's fun to bet on the phone and stuff like that. But to me, the real charge is being around everybody, where the bartender, the waitress, everybody has action on the game. And it just creates a, a vibe that is that's you know unlike any other, and it's why New Jersey in particular pushed for it. Yeah, and I'm guessing that, and, and I, I think you've done this before, go out to Vegas. But I'm guessing the first two days of the NCAA tournament could be that kind of an environment too. You know, you're talking about environment kind of days because that's an all day thing, right? For two straight days. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that that, that really that's four the way they four yeah. the way they structure yeah, even Saturday and Sunday. Games, yeah, they, don't you have more games? Saturday, but you're right. No, Kevin's right. Yeah, the whole first weekend, I guess. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of voice to be had. Uh, with <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a lot of problems, and, and anybody needs help with their problems, I just look at me for God's sakes. Anyway, <laughs> um, but it, it is it, it's it's. It's part of the reason, honestly. I mean, I used to go to Vegas frequently. I don't go there nearly as much. I mean, you know, there's different reasons. Vegas is charging for everything in its mother and, you know, flying is, is a drag and, you know, all that other business. And, you know, I do that if, you know, if I'm up in Northeast Philly, I can take an Uber to parks, have some beers, or I can go down to Atlantic City, get a room, you know, that kind of thing. It's it's. I know that the numbers, the Vegas numbers will say that, you know, their revenue is really good at sports betting. And it is, you know, I think what Vegas gives professional players, especially uh, is outlets to play you got guys who play really heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, their best option is to go to Vegas because those they're kind of real bookies. They're, they're comfortable 
in, in, in their risk management, more so than, than what we see in Pennsylvania and New Jersey, just because there's, it's still new. They're still trying to figure it out. Ed, you mentioned about Vegas. I mean, Vegas is also counting on that when you have a team like the Raiders coming in there next year. That's going to help build it back up again, and that's why it was so critical for them, I think, to get the Raiders and why they paid such a huge price on that stadium and everything. But you're right. I mean, airfare, we all, you know, when we talked about this a year and a half ago, we thought, well, maybe airfare has come down and maybe Vegas cheapens hotels and everything. They haven't done that at all. I mean, looking into a vacation out there, it's been ridiculous, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, hey, I hear you. Hey, Eddie, what are you but, doing? I mean, what are you dealing with Uber yeah, for when you got the Mike Kern taxi service no. that's readily disposable, as you are well aware of over the years? <laughs> and you know, we don't even work on tips. Yeah, well, the problem is that that that, that service is a little unreliable. You yeah, know? It, it is. It, it's got to go to bed at ten o'clock. What if I know? ever let you down? <laughs> I was coming nah, to you get were... you in Vegas at one thirty in the morning. And I didn't even know where I was going. Yeah. I know, and I, I didn't know where to send you, but that's another story. That's, that's, yeah. Ed, Ed Barkowitz of the Inquirer. He's going to write a book on the Flyers. He is. Covering the Flyers, but always deep down, uh, we know that he has an eye on the uh, on the lines. So, hey, hey, you guys, you guys, real quick, you guys saw that uh, where the, the mattress guy Yes, I was going to bring that up. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. The uh, – uh, no, he uh, the, the the guy. You know, he's famous. He, he did it with baseball. He did it last year with. I mean, last week with two weeks with the Titans. So he's got. He went out to uh, uh, the Mirage. He put a million dollars on uh, the 49ers. But the mo- the interesting part of this is that the line was minus 105. You know, the odds. So right. he, he has to bet 105 dollars to win 100. Uh, or no, I'm sorry. He had, it was plus one five. So he bets a hundred to win a hundred and five dollars. Well, he said, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll make this million dollar bet, but you got to give me a line of plus one twenty. Well, that's that's rather significant. Well, MGM they said, all right, we'll hang a line. They hung a line of plus one twenty. He's in for a million dollars on on San Fran. That's the money line, right? Kansas, Just to win. That's the money line. Okay, yes, that's the money line. And all the Kansas City fans are jumping up and down, dancing in the streets because this guy couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. <laughs> but doesn't everybody get a great deal on a mattress or something if he if he loses? Or how's exactly? That? It's a hedge in Houston, it's a right? Emotional thing. What's that? He's in Houston. Yeah, isn't he's he? in Houston. Yeah, yeah, he's in Houston. And what it, the, the the hook is? It's a hedge bat, and the guy the guy readily admits. I've talked to him. He's a character. He says, you know, it's it's a promotional thing. What it is is you go there, you you spend at least three grand on furniture, which I I don't know how much furniture you can sell, but it apparently <laughs> does. Uh, you spend three grand, at least three grand on furniture. If the Niners do win that game, you get half your money back, mm-hmm. or you get a hundred percent store credit in that number. So, you know the guy's the guy's a wealthy guy, and he's a pretty smart guy. Yeah. <laughs> and and he's going to make the money back, I'm sure, one way or another, or the furniture is going right. to go if up about. Chief, if, yeah. yeah, if the Chiefs lose, I mean, if San Fran loses, then he just, all the business he did, selling people, you know, mattresses, for God's sakes. I don't know how many, how many mattresses you need, but, I mean, I know, you know, Paulie and, and the guys. Houston's a big know, area. There's that's a lot right. Of, you never know when you're going to have to sleep in a room with 20 guys for, yeah, for a month. Yeah, they were ready to go to the mattresses. That's how bad it was. Uh, Eddie, appreciate it, man. Enjoy, uh, enjoy the Super Bowl. Hey, get home, right, get home safe from uh, Voorhees. 
You got it. Uh, Yo, yeah, if the Flyers uh, if the Flyers heat up and get cooked, you know how to get me. All right. We will. All the way to the finals, baby. Oof. Take it easy. <laughs> See ya. Take it easy, man. <laughs> All right, guys. At Bargowitz. I used to bet every year we did a thing um, on, you know, we, we go through the prop bets. Mm-hmm. I always bet the uh, the um, anthem. And I got it right because I, I always bet the over. Yeah. Usually. And there was, I think, one. But my thing always was, like, who was timing it? Like, what's the official? You know, because I'd be sitting there with well, my and watch. I think that's I think that's why, basically, you don't see it, like, in certain... Yeah, but they won't. They'll, they'll let you bet on anything because yeah, they, they. I mean, it's like the coin flip, and it's fifty. I think actually, did you see where fifty three percent? I think Eddie had this. Fifty three percent is money's on tail so far. I thought Heads was the one that got all Head, the. Yeah, I don't tails know. never fails though. Oh, oh, I like that. <laughs> all right, as we we get you set. All right, time for our predictions, Mister Kern. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, here we go. Uh, why won't this work? There we go. All right. You want to go first, Mike? Uh, no, nah, you, you go first. All you, right. you probably got a better idea on this than I do. All right. So let's state the obvious here. The money line is Chiefs minus 127 right now at Parks. San Fran plus 104. Chiefs, by the way, in case you're keeping track, are listed as the home team. So if you are using apps or anything, just for your own amusement. Um, you know, honestly, and Mike and I both talked about this before the, game, before the show, I don't have a really great feel on this game. Neither do I. Uh, I think, you know, we talked about what has taken place this week, and maybe that's part of the reason. Yeah, that means probably some team's going to win by 17. Right. And it'll probably be Frisco, because we don't think Frisco can win by a lot. I mean, I think when you look at it, the question I keep coming back to, okay, is can the 49ers hold Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes and that chief offense under 30 points? And I kind of shake my head and go, as great as that defense is, no. Oh, I think under 30 is possible. I don't. I think you're you're giving a little too much. 30 is a lot of points. All right, under like uh, under 24, thinking, like 24. Right. And that that's a diff- But as I said, well, 20 it, times the best one or two defense in the league. And what do we always hear? Pitching beats hitting in baseball, and defense and wins championships. And that doesn't mean in this case it's going to. But I think we've all seen Patrick Mahomes. And you see what he does. And Jimmy Garoppolo didn't have to do anything these games because their defense was really good. Right. And I respect, as much as I respect Andy, because I do, and Andy's lost his share of big games, but yeah. okay, he's gotten in a lot of them. The guy on San Francisco impresses me just as somebody with two weeks. And I think, you know, it might come down to as much can the Kansas City defense stop them? Because if they can stop Mostert and make you know Garoppolo have to throw 30 or 35 times, I think it's a big advantage for Kate for uh, the Chiefs. Well, and that's where the other thing. I say, you know, look, will the Chiefs, in my mind, will the Chiefs get the 30? I think they will. Well, if they get to 30, they're probably going to win. Right. Okay. Well, then you, do you like Kansas do City? I, then? I like Kansas City. Yeah. I'll, I'll lay it a one and a half. It's yeah, one and a half nothing. won't come. It's not, I mean, not going to matter. If Kansas City wins by one and you lose, well, wasn't meant to be. Such is life. 
Um, I'm going, as, as I, I might have alluded to, I, I think what I'm going to do is play a teaser because I like teasers anyway. Um, and I really don't have a, a, a feeling on the game. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tease the, the Niners up to seven and a half because I have, I feel fairly confident they can keep it within seven. I think both teams will keep it within a touchdown. Yeah. There's also a better prop bet, by the way. I actually was going to look that it, up. It's, Go ahead. it's the one to six, I think. Um, and there used to be one where either team wins by one to six, but you could bet the Chiefs would win by one to six and mm-hmm. the, the other guys. And I would tease the over-under down. Originally, I was going to tease it up to 60 and take the under. I'm going to tease it down to 48 and take the over and hope that the game gets into the 50s because I think it can, you know, especially after what happened last year. Or last year has nothing to do with this year, but I think I could see a game that ends like around 27, 24, one way or the other. Right. Something like that, 30 to 24, 30. I, I, don't, I don't know. Total points, 54 and a half right now. Right. So I would be teasing it down to 48 and a half. Yeah. Um, but there was a prop that you could bet that I guess Frisco wins by one to six points and you would get like three to one maybe or whatever it was. And the other way you could, you could tease the other way too. I would, uh, at this point, see, you should take the Chiefs. I'm taking Chiefs and over. Right. But I'm saying on that one bet, like you, you could take a chance to take Chiefs seven to 12 and they win by 10. You might get back like three and a half to one, something like that. MVP is whichever team's wins the okay. quarter the quarterback. I, I mean, look, I could pick somebody else and try to be a smart guy. Uh, seven, eight times out of ten is the quarterback. So, you know, I mean, Nick Bosa was twenty five to one. That's not a bad pick. I, I actually threw it out there, but I just don't see that happening. But let's say for the sake of argument, San Francisco's defense comes up huge. Let's say the final score is like I don't know. 27-13. I don't think it's going to be, but if it was, and they got the Mahomes three, four times or whatever. Right. You know, let's say Richard Sherman, Sherman gets a couple interceptions. But if they weren't going to pick a defensive guy MVP last, last year, year, it's hard for me to imagine. Um, I could see like a – but see, if the Chiefs win, I couldn't go with anybody but Mahomes. I just don't see – if you think the Chiefs are going to win – Take Mahomes at even money or whatever. I think I think it was like even money or you were you were laying a little bit, um, because he's the odds on favorite. Chief uh, Mahomes is plus one fifteen. Right. So if you think the Chiefs are going to win, Garoppolo's plus two twenty-five. Yeah. But if you think the Chiefs are going to win, who else would be the MVP? Well, here's one name I'll get. Damian Williams could end up being the MVP. Well, of course, Damian Williams could be, and that's but, at twenty-five. But do you think if the Chiefs win the game? Mahomes will not have done enough that people would vote for him. I mean, what would Williams have to do to be the MVP? Rush for 100, couple touchdowns? Three and, touchdowns, yeah. And, and even in that scenario, Mahomes would have to not play well. <laughs> well, I think I think the scenario would be, and this is strange, the, the scenario would be probably a lot of stuff coming out of the backfield. Um, yeah, but if, if Mahomes, like let's say catching. Mahomes throws for 300. And Damien runs for a couple short touchdowns, like you know, two-yard touchdown runs. I also threw threw one out there. I'll remember it now. There won't be a touchdown under a yard. Like, the, the shortest touchdown will be over 1.5, and I think I got like two to one odds. So I'm just taking a chance that nobody's going to score from a yard. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe somebody will score from a yard. Right. But you were get, you. were I like the bets where you're getting plus numbers. That's me. But Eddie's right. You have to follow how you feel the game is going to go. That's how you have to set this up in your yeah. head. So if you have the Chiefs winning and scoring 30, 
then to me, you got to bet Mahomes would be the MVP. Now, if you want to take a shot on somebody else too, you know, and just lose the, the money you would have won on Mahomes and take a shot on somebody else. But to me, you know how it works in these games. Yeah. You know, if the quarterback plays well. It's got to be the quarterback. It's, it's usually going to be the quarterback. There are instances where, like last year, Edelman, but if Brady had thrown for a couple of touchdowns, they probably would have given it to Brady. Yeah, probably. I mean, Eli won it when basically the Giants defense the first game. 17-14. Because he led them down the field at the end, and I, I'm with you. But the defense was the re- – somebody on that defense should have got MVP for holding the Patriots to 14. Yeah. But, hey, look, it's – you know how me and you discussed this on one of our podcasts lately about how we feel about voting for that stuff. I think when we were talking about the Hall of Fame and how we well, vote I for think- all tournament teams and – and, you know, that kind of stuff, it's, it's you know. Plus, it's tough because it's just the way that the, the timing goes sometimes. They should wait until after the damn game's over and yeah. do it the right way, but they want to have it done so they can announce it. It's, yeah, is what it is. I, look, I'm going to a party with some friends. We're all bringing food. We're doing our thing. All I ever root for is a good game. Really. I, I, if the Eagles are not in it. Yeah. Oh, if the Eagles were in it, they can win two to one. I'm okay. I don't care. But yeah, the 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 other and, and even the year that the Eagles won, it's amazing because I was home with a friend of mine. There was just four of us watching the game. Right. It was so enjoyable, not just because the Eagles were winning, but the game was great. Great. And even when the Patriots came back and took that lead late, and you're thinking like, oh, okay, maybe, maybe not, and they convert, and it was just such a great game. Like, last year's game was not a great game. I appreciated what Bill Belichick did. He was awesome. It was ugly. But it wasn't a good game to watch if you weren't a fan of the Patriots, and certainly if you were a fan of football. But everyone can't be, you know, 41-33. And I think part of it, too, with the Super Bowl is the fact that it brings so many casual uh, viewers um, who are drawn by the spectacle, who are drawn by halftime, who are drawn by all that. Food and just getting together. Commercials. Some people watch the commercials. For the commercials. Yeah. Although that's not as much. It's not as much to maybe me and you, but I'll, I, I've i been around people who, you know. Although it's strange. Are part, mesmerized. Part of the buildup on this has been there was the Mr. Peanut ad that sure. got pulled. They pulled it? They They're pull- not going to kill him? No, because of Kobe. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I no, no, that. they did that. They announced it this week in sensitivity to what okay. happened with Kobe. I, oh, what, were they going to have him go down in a plane or something? He fell off a cl- uh, off uh, the side of a mountain. See, I always thought what was going to happen was they were going to somehow bring him back. Yeah, I thought so. You know, but hey, look. It, um, can you imagine the amount of money they spend on that? And then, they, and then, you, have then to, you have to pull it. Yeah. And they're going to have to put some kind of Tyler's well, peanut commercial sure, on. Sure. Yeah. Um, can't get rid of the. You can't get rid of Mister Peanut, can you? Sure, why not? I don't know. He's Mister. You could Pe- do anything. When I'm walking down the boardwalk, you, you know, you see Mister Peanut. <laughs> I guarantee you probably would still see Mister Peanut. Not if he's dead. <laughs> um, if they killed off Gritty, could I see Gritty? I can't see Gritty once they kill him off. <laughs> yeah, you'll Did always you see, see. By it. the way, what Kobe stuff is going for on? Line? I don't want to know. That Kevin, that's just ghoulish. Kevin, there was something. Yeah, I'm, I'm, but I'm just saying. There's somebody had a um, a basketball signed by the whole 2002 team. So yeah, I could, and like I think they they were asking for like seven hundred thousand dollars. The people, were, if you, and you know what the reasoning was? There, there, there was a rat. The reasoning that it'll be worth ten times that in ten years. Okay. I'm 
Kevin, look, I, I don't have $700,000. And if they told me I could have it for 7000 I probably won't. But I'm just saying, that's... I, I know, but I'm just like, I mean, Nike I'm had, sorry. Nike I, had to pull their stuff, had to close their shop because they were afraid of this happening, that people would, like you or me, would right. buy something and then turn around and try to, you know... Let me get back to the Super Bowl. Um, what, are they going, what, what kind of tribute are they going to do, you think? I don't know. That's going to be interesting. And obviously, there's going to be an... They mentioned there's also going to be a moment of silence for Chris Dolman, the former yes. uh, lineman who's actually from Pennsylvania. Well, he went to Valley Forge Military. That's Harry Academy, who was he used uh, to be with Valley, the Vikings. Yeah. 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 No, that's he still Valley. From, is, it from, like, is it called something different now? They're like Valley Forge no, it's College? Still, no, no, that's a different. Oh, okay. That's something different. Were, I'm sorry. No, that's, that's the old Valley Forge Christian. Okay. He was from out near Pittsburgh, I think. Yeah. Um, good play. Hall of Famer, right? Hall of, yeah. Yeah. We were, one of the things my wife and I always talk about is we, I enjoy the halftime show. Normally. And who's on this year? Okay. This year it's J Lo. Okay. And Shakira. Yeah. Name one Shakira song. It's not of not of my, you know, I can't name you one J Lo song. So I'm 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 you know, if they put Billy Joel on, I'll know all the songs. You know, when they had Springsteen on, I knew most of the songs he was Prince. Prince, yeah. Well Prince is an institution. I mean when they, they that, just, by the way, is still the best halftime. Yeah, I'll tell you who I liked and surprised me because I only knew one of them. Bruno Mars. Bruno I Mars was, was awesome. Was awesome, and I'm I couldn't pick Bruno Mars probably out of a lineup, but I loved the one song he did, and then the show was tremendous. Uh, I thought Katy Perry actually was okay. I'm not a Katy Perry person. Katy was pretty. Uh, Katy Perry was pretty good. Yeah. I don't remember who did. Oh, trying to remember who did. Oh, uh, Adam Levine did last year. See, I don't even. That that means nothing to me. So I mean, but they, some when they had some of the older acts, I mean, you know, and the halftime show to me is so because they only play about they only have time to play like four or five songs, right? You know, usually, um, and, you know, it's not for me. It's not. It, it's 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 not for my generation. So I understand and, and why they have who they have, and yeah, and I also fine. well, it's also the other thing I love one of the traditions that I'll give Roger Goodell credit for because he was the one who started this is when they present the trophy now, that they have a member of the Hall of Fame. Or from the somebody, team, from the team, right? Somebody. Either from the... Uh, Daryl Green did it for the Eagles. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, the walk and the procession. They could have had Dawkins if it had been, like, a year later. <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah. somebody who had a tie-in with Super Bowl sure. history, yeah. too. Like, Daryl Green's tie-in was uh, the Super Bowl in Minnesota when the, when the Redskins won, mm-hmm. and obviously it was back there. No, it is good. It's a good idea. It's a real good idea. And this year, it just logically makes sense, doesn't it? In fact, I'm wearing... Joe Namath? Oh, no, they're going to do Joe? You got to do Joe Montana. But I'll say this. Miami was where Joe Namath had the greatest prediction of all time. Right. I mean, if you want to do history, I, but, I get it. But I'll, make, I'll also make the argument... Well, is Joe going to do it if the other team wins? Well, oh, Joe he played, played for, for the other team. team. Yeah, I'm just saying, but Joe Namath would have been good, and, too. And here's the other one. Joe Montana's... Best Super Bowl moment came in, in that Miami. stadium in Miami yeah. okay. to John Taylor. No, you. Uh, hey, I got no argument with Joe Montana. I'm just saying is that was one of the great moments in football history, mm-hmm. and it was an important moment in football history that the AFL won the game over the heavy, heavily favored Colts. Do you get melancholy? Uh, melancholy is maybe not the right. And word. one thing before you do the melancholy, I hope whatever they do with Kobe, yeah, is short, sweet poignant 
Like, well done. Like, I don't want something that drags out. Like the Sixers did the other night. The Sixers can. No, no. The Sixers are different. Right. The Sixers did the Sixers thing the other night was awesome. They did a tremendous job, and he's from here. It was more fresh in our minds. Yes, the whole night. The Sixers should be commended. But all I'm saying is for the NFL, it's been a week. Yes, you acknowledge it, you do. But please, just just keep it tasteful and, and to like a minute or so. However, you're going to pull that off. Right. I don't know what that means. Maybe you have a 24 and an 8 in an end zone somewhere. Or um, just a moment of silence. Yeah, but I'm saying if they want to put like a 24 in one of the corners right. and an 8 in one of the corners, yeah. I'm good with that too. Um, but don't don't drag it out. I just don't want that. Um, the NBA wants to drag it out like before the finals or something. Well, the, whatever. They, the they were talking about that with the All-Star game. That the Do you hear what they're doing in the All-Star game? Yeah, they're they're changing the format. They're making it the NHL. Yeah. Why do I need that? I know. But that's okay. You were talking about Mel. And All right. It's the end of football season. Yeah, it is. And, you know, for some people next week, now the XFL starts next week. We no. should point out. But no. no. Uh, are you the type that... Hates to see football go? Um, no, because there's other things. You know, I mean, there's basketball, there's hockey. Um, and spring training a week and away. And spring training will be coming, and then the Phillies will be put. No, I, no, no, you have to have a break. Um, one of the things that, that, and I'm a golf guy, one of the things that bothers me about golfers is almost like no downtime anymore. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, I, I would like it if, okay, the end of August, we stop. We They're stop trying here. a little no, bit. No, they don't. No, they don't. No, they they, no, they, they start, they, they take like a two-week break. At Christmas. No. At, at, after the tour championship, they take, I think, a week off or two weeks. I'm not sure. Then they start playing again, but it's actually the start of the following season. And then in December, they take a couple weeks off. They yeah. take two or three. But I'm just saying, just, just you know, tennis is like that, too. Yeah, it's just, when the last major's over, you know, let's let's move on. Um, nah, I mean, you got to have, yeah, because, you know what, you'll have... Before too long, you'll have, you know, the pre-draft workouts, you'll be paying attention to that. Mel Kuyper's board. Free agency. We're, we're free agency, you know, which the Eagles, well, I don't know what the cap, how, how involved they'll be, but whatever. They're going to make some moves. That'll keep you going. You know, and then Joe Girardi will be in Florida, and, you know, somebody will tell me, oh, the Phillies look yeah, really good. February 11th, if um, they go to Florida. Yeah. Um, and the Sixers, you know, I mean, I don't know what the Flyers are going to do. I hope they're in the playoffs. But, but the Sixers... You know, well, this time next week, by the way, we should point out this time next Thursday is Sixer trade deadline day or NBA trade deadline. I don't deadline know if they're going to be able to do anything massive. I mean, there, there's there, you're going to hear all kind of talk about all kind of things. I just don't with the cap being. I mean, they might pick somebody up. I don't know, but you, everything's got to be no. But but it kind of shows that Chris, it goes Chris, quick. There was a Chris Paul rumor out there. Yeah, they're, they're not. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll actually give how about a, the guy on Minnesota. Uh, Rose, there was a, there was a lot of people. I'll give a lot on him. Uh, you know, I was in the car last night. And I heard our buddy Joe Gillio and mm-hmm. Spike Eskin, um, and Spike said that the Sixers should do nothing. And the idea being, one, they still could be good enough to get to the East Final. Could be, could be good enough to win the whole thing. The whole thing, sure. But two, why trade assets that you may need in the offseason if you're going to have to make some major decisions? And here's the reason why you make a move because you think you can win the whole thing. It's a very simple equation. If you're the Sixers and you think you're one move away, which they might. I don't know what they think in in, in the wall. Let, let's just no. say for sake of argument, it's Rose. Hey, we can get Derrick Rose, who still has something left in him, who could be a really good addition maybe. He's playing pretty well for Detroit. 
Might work well with Simmons. I, I mean, I, I'm just thinking off the top of my head here from right. what I've heard. If you don't make any moves and you lose in the second round or you lose in the Eastern Conference Finals, and then everybody say, well, geez, if you'd only made a move. Well, uh, and, and the base, uh, the best thing I'll say Joe Gilliam mentioned, and I'll, um, I'll say quite frankly, is if what happened last year, you know, last year you probably said, well, don't mortgage you because you're not going to win a title because of what happened with the, with the, you know, the Warriors look so dominant and everything. Well, then the Warriors got all hurt. Right. You know, let's say this year you go, well, you know, let's not go all in because the Bucks look dominant. But then why you, hold people, on, hold on, hold why on. Why do people hold, get excited, though? Hold on. But then, but then Giannis gets hurt or something happens. You got to play as if you no, go for it, no, the, is what the, he said. The Golden State, no. Well, then why should I get excited at the beginning of the season when everybody's telling me it can be a special season if you then go into it saying, well, we can't beat this team or we can't beat that team? No. They can beat anybody. I mean, there are reality checks along the way, but I'm not sure this team's hit reality I check I think, yet. if anything, if they don't make a move, it will be because of a salary cap issues or, or money issues. Right. But I think... If cap they, going down, by the way, 3% next year. But I think if they can make a move that they... Like like a Rose, for instance. I'm just throwing that name out there. I don't, I don't think you make a move just for the sake of making a move. But if somebody says to you, you can get Chris Paul... And maybe it's only for this year. I, I I don't know what Chris Paul's status is. And you don't really have to give up something that you feel is, and you're not giving up Simmons, you're not giving up Embiid, you're not giving up um, Tobias. You're giving up something else. Yeah. Whatever that something else is. Don't you have to think about it? You do. I mean, you do. You do. Uh, I mean, that's me. I'm, I mean, if somebody's let's say, let's say, let's say, say somebody's going to take Josh Richardson, Richardson, maybe something. Horford. Well, I like, don't know if they want to trade Horford. I, I mean, I, but I mean to balance out salaries. Salary. If, it, if it has to be that way, yeah. But what do you think Paul makes? Paul's probably making the max. Okay, twenty, somewhere like in there. Uh, I should look this See, up. If they, if they if they did, well, not it's okay. It's okay. Right. If they did Richardson and Horford, do you think that would screw the Sixers up in the front court though? Like for every, the reason they got Horford was in case something happened to Embiid, right? Or if, if Embiid has think. to miss a game. Like, say he has to miss a game in the middle of the second series or something. I mean, if Embiid goes down, they're not winning the title. But the Horford was like the insurance policy, right? Kind of? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah, I'm I'm looking up uh, the Chris Paul yeah. But I mean, I, like, I, I just think the Sixers got to be careful what they give up. You know? But if, if you're asking me, I can get Chris Paul for Josh Richardson. Chris Paul is making this year. Yeah. $38.5 million. Oh, wow, next year is 41-3. Yeah, but next year doesn't matter for right now. But I'm just saying. 38. I don't even think Horford and Richardson make that, do they? That's. Let me look. Horford makes 20, maybe? Horford may also be subject to a tax here, too, like uh, yeah, a kicker. No uh, $38 million. Yeah. $38 million. Josh Richardson makes 10. Horford's like Now Horford makes 28. Okay, so they could do that. They <laughs> balance it out. You, Make it. You, you cleared that. Okay, let me ask you. Okay, so if they came to you and said that, would you do that? Yeah, I think I would. <laughs> and then you'd be on the hook for him for next year for 41. You're on the hook next year for Horford for 27.5, and you're on the hook for Richardson for 10. But that's two players. I'm just saying, you know. Um, Here's where the Sixers are going to have to. Well, that is tempting, though, isn't it? It is tempting. 
And then how would you? Would you? And, have and to I then, haven't done the. I haven't done. Would the you have to then go yet. out and try to find a a, uh, well, a cheap big? Well, and, the, and the other part is you're going to have to probably use like. I love how people like say, "Well, Zaire Smith." Well, you have to get like. You have to get um, a. You have to get something out of your out of your guys. Like, look, everybody's going to want Thibel, and that can't happen. It just can't. You know, it, 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 well, again, I will say to you, because nobody's going to take your garbage. No, but you don't know how big your window is. I mean, Philadelphians like to sit here and think, oh, my God, my window's 10 years because I got these two guys. If you think that you have a legitimate chance to win it all this year, and if you get to the finals, you have a chance, right? By the way, that trade would be successful okay. on the trade machine. If you get to the finals. Mm-hmm. You got a chance, right? Yeah. If you're playing LeBron or you're playing the Clippers or somebody else makes it there. I mean, it ain't like last year when you were looking at the Warriors and saying, ah, we probably can't beat that team. I don't know, man. I, I think the Sixers, how do you think the town would react to that trade? They, they'd like it, wouldn't they? I think they would pack the bags to get Chris Paul. Okay. Here, here's the better question. What does Ben Simmons think if Chris Paul shows up? There was a story today in uh, by... And, uh, and I say that just as a... Well, Keith Pompey had a story today about how the Sixers are trying to take the ball out of Ben's hands a little bit to free him up to do more of what he's been doing lately. Now, I don't necessarily know if that's a great mo- thought process, but if Chris Paul comes here and wants the ball in his hands, what is Ben doing? Ben's not the best Ben's off the not ball the player. Best. No. I'm just saying. But Chris Paul is Chris Paul. <laughs> it, it's it's a great question, Kevin. And I, I don't... I. My inclination would be not to do it, but yeah. it might not be the right. You mentioned the Derrick Rose trade. Derrick Rose has is seven and a half million right now. Right, that's why they thought it could be a move you could do. Yeah, but who? You wouldn't have to get rid of Horford. I don't know. No, but who makes it appealing from a Detroit end? Well, look at it this way: Detroit's not good. Okay, can you give him a first round pick? Down the road? I mean, I don't know. You give them a, a first-round pick and somebody. But you're going to have to make the salaries match up. Okay, so give me a $7 million salary on the Sixers. Mike Scott's 4-8. Four, four, well, how about if you gave them Richardson? But they're going to want Thibel at who's 2.5 and four years guaranteed. Okay, so let's say you gave him Thibel and somebody about $5 million. Mike Scott, did you say? Mike Scott's at five. Okay, give him five. and Mike Scott. You only have to be within fifteen percent, right? Yeah. Okay. Would you do that trade? That's what I'm looking to see if it will work. It will work. But would you do that? No. Okay. I'm That's not, fair. I'm enough. not giving five up. That's fair enough. But again, well, and I know you have to trade something to get something. Um, but I think Derrick Rose could be, especially if you didn't lose Josh Richardson, uh-huh. which you're not. Yes, wait two years from now, you might you sit there and go, oh man. But I think that's the kind of move that could maybe win you a title. Or or, or get you to a final or, or something. Something. Now, if it doesn't, yeah, then you then Yeah, it could. But you know, but remember when the Sixers would I mean the Phillies that year wouldn't get Halliday because they had to give up J. A. Hap. And I kept looking at people saying, It's J. A. Hap people. Who are we talking? Oh, no, 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 no. We can't give up. And then the next year, they went and gave up the Drayback, you know, who eventually hurt his arm. No, when you can get, and Derrick Rose is not 
a superstar. Like Halliday was still a superstar at that point. I don't mm-hmm. mean it in that. But I think he is kind of what the Sixers need, don't they? You would think. A guy who can make plays for himself is coming off the bench in Detroit. So he's going to come off the bench, give you, what, 12 points a night maybe? Yep. I don't know. By the way, Villanova is up to eight in the uh, AP poll. Well, they they've, get won, they've won 13 or yeah. last 14. They get Creighton on Saturday. At home. At home. They uh, won at Creighton earlier in the season. But I think we talked about the other day. By the way, the other night, I I, I called Boop up. texted him. I said, there's three and a half point favorites at St. John's. I said, mm-hmm. don't you have to bet Nova? They won by 20. Nova still, though, and we were talking about this the other night. Nova right now is a four. And I think, yeah. I think, were you the one who said Lenardi thinks they can't really move up? No, I didn't say it. The last time, he said, the last time he did it, which was a week ago when Joe uh, wrote 28th. the story, they were, well, no, but when Joe wrote the story, okay. which might have been before the 28th, they were the last four right. at that point. No, I no, they can definitely move up. But I, I don't think if they lose a few games, um, which they're probably going to do at some point, they're probably going to be, I mean, could they be a three? Sure. They could probably be a two if they mm-hmm. if they like only lost like one more game the rest of the season, but I just don't see that happening. And again, they're doing it without this freshman Brian Antoine or Antoine Bryant. Is it Antoine Antoine Bryant? Brian, who did who, play the other night a little bit. Yeah, but but he was supposed to be the best guy they were bringing in. And Jay, I mean, they look look. Do I think they're a great team? No. Did you see the game Colin Gillespie had the other night against St. John's? Really good. Yeah, thirteen rebounds. Yeah. I mean, I texted Jay after I just said, isn't it great when players outplay, I said my, I didn't mean his expectations. He goes, he's outplayed mine too. (laughs) And he goes, you know, I mean, it's just, hey, good for the kid. I mean, you know, and and Samuels has been hurt, right, a little Mm -hmm. bit. He was starting to play really good. The freshman is obviously good. Sadiq Bey is good. And it's pretty clear they're going to be the only local in the tournament. Oh, (laughs) it might be the only local in any tournament. Yeah. Boy, the owls of... I mean, the NI, who's the NIT calling? Nobody. Nobody. No. I mean... LaSalle's losing to St. Louis. Well, look, I didn't think... Look, I don't know if he can ever win there. I don't know if anybody can ever win there. But that's okay. I, you know, Penn, not quite as good as I thought maybe they would be, but, you know, it'll probably make the Ivy Tournament and lose up in Harvard. Yeah. Um, St. Joe, we knew they were going to stink. I mean, Drexel actually has been playing decently. Um, but I don't, nobody pays attention to them. Um, they're going to have to win their tournament to get in because that's a single bid league. And, and Temple is just—they're—they're they're not very good. And I don't know why because I don't see all their games. And and I wasn't expecting miracles. They were picked to finish seventh in their league. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a little low. I would have bet the over that they would finish higher than seventh. Doesn't look that way. So what's on the menu Sunday for you? I'm making my meatballs. Uh, somebody's making sausage and peppers. Somebody's making a like a dip, a chicken, one of those hot chicken uh, buffalo kind of chicken yeah. dips. Um, I'm sure we'll have a, a few other things. It's it'll be a good time. You know, um, what are you getting? A uh, buddy of mine who's coming over. Uh, we're getting uh, ribs from where? Rib rack. Oh, excellent choice by you. And wings from rib rack. What? Well, I, I I can't. I, I think I've had their wings. I do think, but the ribs are excellent. Yeah, no, the ribs are um, fantastic. How many ribs? How much again? I, I don't know. He's picking it up. Oh, uh, this could be like a five rack 
six rack cut. How many people are we talking about? Actually, there's only going to be like Fess, the kids, myself, and him. I could still be like a four or five racker. Yeah. Um, we're oh, going and you getting you getting you just getting ribs. You're going to get like the sweet potato, or I, I think we're just getting ribs. Okay, that's good. Um, that's good too. We're also cornbread. Yeah, cornbread. we're we're also doing uh, a blooming onion. See, I'm not a yeah. I know you like. I, I'm not a big blooming onion. Uh, and just a little appetite, like it's a finger foody kind of. Yeah, that's how it should be. It sh- it shouldn't be sit down. Um, five course. I, I got I got violent pushback from people upstairs when I mention meatball sandwiches. Well, see, I make I've made these meatballs for these people for like 10, 15 right. different parties. So they. And but I don't usually eat them in rolls. I'll just put a couple on a plate. And, yeah, I'm that way too. And have them. But if you had a roll there, I might. It's too. It's too bad you can't stick around for dinner tonight. We're uh, making cheesesteaks upstairs. Like who said I couldn't? Well, I don't think my <laughs> wife is prepared. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just busting your stones. Um, so. no, the, the rib. I don't get there. Enough. When when um, they used to have a place when in the cheesesteak place used to be there. Um, Jim's yeah. in Roosevelt Mall. My wife, that was her favorite cheesesteak. Mm-hmm. And then they closed a couple years. So a lot of times what I would do, this shows you how much of a pig I am. I'd go over to the rib rack, because they used to have a special before 5 o'clock. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. still dope. You know, you get ribs, potato, whatever, like seven fifty, And then I'd get cheesesteak, and we'd save the cheesesteak for, like, the next night. Oh, Jim's was good. And and there may oh. be a pizza in there, too. Somewhere. You don't need pizza. You don't. You're going to go Pizza City? No. See, I'm going to get, somebody's going to listen to this and, and from Pizza City and get all mad at me. I, Pizza City's fine. I'm, and it's right around the corner from you. But Maybe you got Pats. Do you, let's have an over under Super Bowl prop bet. Okay. You call Vince's at 4.30 Sunday. What's your weight? Two hours. That's a good over under. I, I think I would go under. Just because two hours is long. See, here's the thing. I don't. But it be it would be at least an hour. Yeah. I I I don't. I don't think I've ever quite like. It was funny because uh, Tony's used to shut down on Super Bowl Sunday, so they could have a Super Bowl Sunday party for their family well, and everything. Well, look, good for them. Good for them. You know, if that's what they want to do, and they lose out on some bucks. Hey, I had Tony's a couple weeks ago. I know you did because you texted me and told right me right after the banquet. Yeah, screw you. You didn't tell me you were going to Tony's. I picked it up and took it home. I know, but I would have went. I mean, you you bolted early. I mean, it was like you know. <laughs> no, I almost I, I almost said something that would have got me in so much trouble. No, one of you could edit it out. It would what you could have done was stopped at my house and dropped one or dropped some slices off or dropped one off. We had slices left over. Well, see, that's even worse. I got two. Why are you telling me that? See, that's that's just not right. That's not right. It's like the one thing, like you were saying about Tony's, about clo- the one thing I always admire about Chick-fil-A, from all the credit in the world, they close on Sundays. So that their, so that their people have off. Have off on one weekend day, and it was for religious purposes, I'm guessing. But, yes. You know, because a lot of fast food workers probably work in Saturday to Sunday. And honestly, I can tell you, coming th- home on Sunday... Uh, from the South mm-hmm. this past week after leaving the wedding in Charlotte. They're not the only ones down there. Oh, really? There's a pretty good... They just close on Sundays. ...amount of signs that say close Sundays. Okay. And, and see, it, and there'll be like like once 
or twice a year. I'll be in the mood for Chick-fil-A on a Sunday. And, I'll, and I'm like, ah, they're closed. Football Sundays especially. Eh, whatever Sunday. I'm just, right. I, I need it, yeah, whatever. But I respect it because yeah. it's okay. You know, give your, give those people a day off. Yep. And, uh, you know, because I worked in a diner. I, and you've worked, look, you've worked all your life doing things. Where we've worked Friday, Saturday. And Nobody was, ever wants me around their food. I was so lucky because I had Saturdays off most right. of my life. Even though I worked a lot you of them. Daily but, news people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, a lot of guys in our business and other businesses. They don't. You get Tuesday and Wednesday off if you're lucky. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I applaud Tony's and, yeah. you know. Anyway. Hour and a half. I said the uh, the over under Vince is an hour and a half. Okay. I'm yep. going to call him at like 5 o'clock and just say, how long would it take me to get a pizza? <laughs> Good luck on that one. Yeah. All right, Michael. Yep. Enjoy your Super Bowl. May all your bets win. Well, that wouldn't make it fun. But take care. <laughs> <laughs>